Espero que nadie se, se ofenda, pero hasta que no estás aquí dentro no sabes la grandeza de, de este equipo. Good evening, welcome, episode 69, report at the death. It's another day, we got Bill, we got Jay, we got Oscar, and as is custom, one of us is always late, this time it's Kenny. He'll join us shortly, gentlemen. How are we? How you doing, boys? Good here. Oscar said he wasn't going to be nice in today's podcast, so can't wait to hear what he's got to say. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got to cover uh, Benfica zero, Bayern four. Uh, Champions League uh, after um, seventy odd minutes of, of decent football. Uh, zero one victory in Vizela at the weekend when we thought it wasn't going to happen. It happened and came from a foot that Oscar will be praising. Um, or the assist came from a foot that Oscar will be praising. Um, we'll talk about the, the depth in our squad. Um, there's been a lot of talk about, uh, and we probably spoke about it at the beginning of the season where we think there's depth in the squad. There's options on the bench. We'll talk about that. Is there really good depth um are there more names than quality we'll touch on that and then we we will quickly uh make our predictions for um tomorrow's match in Guimarães with uh Benfica going to Vitoria Sport Club for the Tasa de Liga um in a game that we have to at least win or draw for us to have a chance to proceed to the next round in the last match of the group stage um so to start things off we are going to kick it off with Benfica 0 Bayern uh 4 a game where um only the really really optimistic will have predicted a victory um i think all of us here predicted a win except oscar i think oscar's the only one that predicted a defeat um i think a lot of us thought with our heart unfortunately even though we may, might not wanted to um a game that statistically Bayern had more ball, Bayern had more chances, um, but a game that I thought Benfica intensity-wise matched them uh, for 75 minutes, 70 minutes, and then that set-piece goal just completely deflates the team. Um, I'll start with, uh, Oscar, I'm going to start with you just to get some hot takes out of the way. 
Um, give me your opinion on what you thought of that game. Um, did you really think that Befica had a chance? Do you think that I heard, I watched a lot of programs over the course of the week and a lot of on the Portuguese channel, they were saying, or some of the Portuguese channels, they were saying, um, you know, did Bayern play down to Benfica, right? Was Bayern really playing at full throttle or, or were they in kind of a cruise control in the mindset of the goal will come, right? We're creating chances. The goal will eventually come. Or do you think that they, they were really putting it all on the line and Benfica just were able to hold their own long enough until it just fell apart? I think, I think Benfica played really well. Uh, they, they, they came in, I think the same tactic that they had against Barcelona and they, they came in with that kind of mindset, which is, let them have the ball. We'll defend well as a, a as a whole team, and then counterattack. Um, and that's use the, the Darwins, the Rafas to counterattack on them. Well, Bayern is not a, a Barcelona at this time. Bayern is a machine, well-oiled machine. And uh, th- it was a matter of time. To me, it was a matter of time. Benfica had a few chances that they could have gone up one zero, but I don't know if they got if the Benfica had gone up one zero, Bayern wouldn't have scored five six right after that. Like. That's how Bayern operates. It's 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 unfortunate that the that different levels. Um, I was impressed with Benfica for the first seventy minutes, even at first eighty minutes. The 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 free kick goal, it's a free kick goal. It's, you can't do nothing about that. And then Everton scoring that own goal basically just deflated the whole team. Once it went down 2-0, I think the team was just legit. Like said, okay, we're done. Let's let's give it up. And let's give up. And uh, and but I was really impressed. Benfica played really well for the first 80 minutes. I I was I was uh, I was a, a, like a legit thought. I'm like, man, I was wrong about this because I, I predicted a one three. Uh, Benfica scoring one goal. They could have scored that one goal right before the Bayern scored this on the 70th minute. Yarmachuk could have put gone one up one zero right, yep. and and he missed that 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 goal wide. And now right right like a minute later, they scored it on a free kick. So. Like we could have gone up one zero on the seventieth minute, it would have made teams a lot interesting. You know, it would have been, a, a, to be honest, it could have been a very, very interesting final twenty minutes of the game. But I think I was impressed with Benfica for the first eighty minutes, and then I just don't know how they fell apart like that. Good points. Um, just quickly before I pass the ball here, one welcome, Kenny. And good evening to everyone in the chat. Buenoite a todos. We got Nelson, we got Jose, Lydia, Tiago. Anyone else that's watching, leave us your thoughts, leave us your opinions during the conversation. Um, and if you have any questions, we'll, we'll try to get to them all. Um, Jay, I'm going to pass it to you. Um, do you share the same sentiment as, as Oscar? Uh, he mentioned the Yaramchuk chance, uh, a chance that I sure as hell didn't think he was that fast. Um, he, you know, he bodied Upamecano off. Uh, I mean, he went from the midfield line all the way to the box. Um, I think if Upamecano didn't have a yellow card at that time, he would have taken him out way earlier, but he had a yellow card, so it conditioned him. Um, but the miss was disastrous. Diogo Gonçalves had a shot. Neuer made a huge save. Uh, Darwin had a, a shot. He made a huge save. Um, I would question, I would ask you, do you think throughout the entire game, in terms of difficulty do you think odysseus or uh neuer had the more difficult of saves to make throughout that game and your opinion on the game of course um so regarding the game i i kind of kind of agree with everything that oscar said um we had opportunity to score we kind of played with them up until like you said the 70 75th minute around that time but we we weren't able to 
produce on our chances, which in these type of games we have to. Uh, you mentioned the Darwin uh, miss or the shot that the goalie saved. Um, Diogo had, a, like you mentioned, Diogo had a nice shot. And then I, the most disappointing was Chuck. He did all that work. And even if he laid the ball, he could have laid the ball off to Darwin too. He was there. But um, just like in these types of games, we need a, like we need to score in our opportunities. Um, and then like Kenny mentioned in the previous chat, um, as soon as they scored, the floodgates open. It, it just started pouring goals for them. And it's like they just need one to go in, and then that's it. And you, they get four or five. And I feel like that happens. That happened to Portugal in the World Cup against like Germany. Like one goal happens, and then see you later. Like they just start pouring on us. And for some reason, Germany has our our national team and our number. So it's just it's something that continues on. I guess with that. Um, regarding the goalies and the saves. <laughs> Dude, Odysseus came up with a couple of huge saves. Um, he had that save half. with his the foot. foot. That went the to the bar. The, the one with the foot was ridiculous. The like, one on the header in luck. the beginning, I thought, was like straight out. Good reaction, right. but I thought it's, it was straight it's out. It's still good. But like Komen also had a shot in the first half as well. Um, I'm trying to think of that one. Noya, it was right after the – it was right after – I actually wrote it down. It was right after the Darwin shot. But anyways um, – I, I mean, as far as huge saves, I think Neuer took the cake on that. I, I know Odie had that one with the leg, which was probably the best save of the night. Um, also the luckiest save of the night because a little deflection like that, went the ball hit the post. But um, Neuer, Darwin saved the one that Darwin shot, was that was nasty. And the one that Diogo shot as well was really good. Um, I just thought... I just I was I remember texting you when Darwin didn't score that one. I was like, dude, that was like that was really our opportunity to kind of dictate the game a little bit and scoring another early goal probably would have had us hopefully like a similar result with like we did with Barca, but it didn't happen that way. Um, their keeper came up huge and they they played really well. They they kept going over the top and I thought Sane just was unbelievable in this game as well. Yeah, I agree. The, the, I think the only difference between the Barca game and Benfica and uh, and Bayern game is Benfica took their chances and scored, right? Yeah, uh, exactly. And and we we obviously Bayern Barcelona didn't create chances like Bayern did, but Benfica every chance Benfica had almost against Barcelona seemed like a goal or or like it was like just like those opportunities Benfica took advantage of. Darwin scored early that the chance that he had. Darwin scores scores early against Bayern. It changes the whole game. Like it's it's the chances. And we we talked in the last podcast. We're gonna have probably a hand, like two three max chances to score. We have to take advantage because yeah, if they if we thing. don't if we don't they will take they'll they'll own us because they they won't miss many chances. Yeah, I also the, thought there was there was parts of this game that unlike the Barca game where I felt like we just countered. There was parts of this game where we kept possession and we controlled the game for a bit. When Bayern you know, scored, I thought we were on top. Yeah, obviously you're not going to do that for long periods of time against a Bayern, right? Like eventually they're going to get the ball and they're just going to they're going to keep it. But look, that Barca game, I felt like every chance we had was just a counter, right? We never built up anything. It was just get it, move it quick, and counterattack. Whereas in, against Bayern, I felt like there was periods in that game where we controlled it and kind of had a slow build up up to something and not just counterattack and just bomb down the field. And one one more thing that I I noticed during like especially the goals they all came who who's the center back that plays on the left side 
with Mexican Ronaldo. Is Vertonghen? Vertonghen. Yeah. Maybe that's why they attacked it, but do there the one that Everton scored the own goal was on the left side. Lewandowski's goal that came came from the left side, and even Sane's goal came from the left. Like all those opportunities, and that was a problem with us last year. I know we got rid of Tavares, so we can't blame <laughs> him anymore. But it's it, it's it's still an issue with defending on that side of the ball. And, and to be and, and to be honest, our best our like Grimaldo the first half and until they score they scored Grimaldo's probably having one of his best games. He was he was, he was yeah. unbelievable. But it just it comes to like that liability of him, like because like I I remember this, especially the Sonny goal. He tried to go for a tackle, and the guy just ran right by him. I was just like, dude, like that is poor defending, and like you can't let that happen. And Byron takes advantage of those opportunities, and then like like I said, one goal, like one goal for us would have been awesome. But they score one goal, and then we get we look up to the scoreboards four zero. It's like what the hell? <laughs> what the hell just happened here? I'm still not convinced that the free kick that was actually a foul. I, never, I, think, I didn't see the replay, I think, but I heard people. I think, o- I think Otamendi's reputation is what hurts him there. I think if it's someone else, the ref lets it go, right? In that th- in that whole game, that whole half, he was all over Lewandowski, and the ref was calling everything, right? Because, I mean, Otamendi's playing him tough, so it's fine for the ref to call it. But that fa- I didn't think it was a foul. I, I thought it was it was soft. I think Lewandowski felt Otamendi there and just and took the dive, and it paid off. Yeah, Nelson's got a couple of comments here. Este Bayern é uma máquina. Temos que pensar que eles limparam a Champions há duas, duas temporadas sem uma única derrota ou empate. They've lost four Champions League games in the last four seasons, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and he also says, Grimaldo sem apoio é um buraco. Uh, o Grimaldo esteve bem enquanto o Darwin o ajudou a defender. And that was one of the points that I wanted to jump on here is um, the reason for Everton coming in in the second half when he came in was, Jorge said that he needed someone that was going to help Grimaldo defend because Nabri had come in. They still had Lewandowski in there. They still had Sané come in, uh, still in there, right? They were creating all sorts of problems. And um, that was the reason why he had Everton come in. Um, and unfortunately, six minutes into him being on the field, he ended up scoring an own goal. Um, but I, I agree with that. On the other side, and Bill, I'll ask you your opinion on the game. Um, but then on the other side, I don't know if you guys noticed, uh, at the beginning of the game, when Andre Almeida was there, I felt like he controlled play better defensively. Offensively, he didn't give us as much. But then when Diogo came in, Coleman took him to school. <laughs> I mean, Diogo gave us a hell of a lot more offensively, but defensively, he was against Western Mass Pioneers, just getting run ragged all over the field. He didn't know what that well who was coming, who was going. He had no idea what was going on. Uh, I don't know if you guys noticed it, but I noticed it straight away. Bill, give me your thoughts. Yeah, I mean, I thought, like everyone else just touched on, I, I thought Benfica came in with a clear game plan, right? S- not sit back, defend, keep a tight line, and, and try to hit him on the counter and and kind of do what we did with Barca and take advantage of our opportunities, unfortunately. Uh, this game, we didn't put the ball in the back of the net. I think we had three, two or three clear chances to, to score. Um, I think if that, that Darwin goal in the first half goes, or the Darwin shot goes in, I think that changes the game. Um, but I, I thought I thought up until that 70th minute mark, I thought Benfica played pretty much toe-to-toe with, with Bayern. And um, I think up until that point, the draw probably would have been 
the fairest result for both teams, right? Both teams had had chances, um, but that I think that second goal, the own goal, just killed the team. Um, I think they, after the free kick goal, there was a possibility of kind of picking your heads up going again, but that that own goal a few minutes later, I think just killed the team. And and as Kenny mentioned in the last pod, um, once Bayern gets one. Like it's the floodgates; they just keep going, right? Like, so that that one came, and it was uh, like the game they had against um, Frankfurt. I think it was the weekend before, where they scored uh, they, four goals. The game they lost against they it was Bayer Leverkusen. They Bayer lost Leverkusen. against Frankfurt. Yeah, they scored four goals in like ten minutes. It was the same they thing. Basically they basically did that to us. <laughs> yeah, they got they got the one, and then killed us in, in that ten minute in that ten minute gap. I, I think I think I think the game, and I think I was Nelson Silva that said it. The game changes completely. Changes it doesn't change at the seventieth minute when the free kick is, is scored. It changes when the automatic comes off for Everton, and that moves Darwin to the middle, and Everton is supposed to be on the left side helping Grimaldo, right? What Darwin was doing most of the in the first 75, 75 minutes, and that basically once that happened, four three goals happened from that side. So that game changes on the 76th minute when the sub is made for Darwin to go in, to go into the middle, and Everton go to the side. Now, I know Jesus said that he, he put Everton there to help Grimal defend. Obviously, that didn't work out in his favor because it worked out opposite. Yeah. yeah. But I, I thought JJ, JJ came there with a good plan. Like, I, I felt like, at least in my opinion, he had a good, solid plan, and then, you know, like like everyone mentioned, they scored, and that's it. It was game over. Yeah, unfortunately, it's different realities. And Kenny, I'll I'll give it to you, and I I'm going to ask you this question, as I feel like um, you have enough optimism to see some light here. Uh, but I'll open it up to the rest of the team to uh, to shed their their thoughts here. Um, one, obviously, the thoughts on the game, but two, I guess this is two two and one here. Realistically. Going into it, we knew these were two different realities, right? Um, on the field, while for 70 minutes, Benfica played out of their skin, that's just not a level that we're used to in the Portuguese. It's just not, right? Like, we can put in a performance like that, but Portuguese teams aren't capable of putting in a performance like that week in and week out, right? Bayern Munich had a game three days after we played, right? Just like we did, or four days after. And they won four to zero, right? Like they just. But why is that? Because it's just a different reality. It's a different type of player. It's a different quality. It's a different level, right? Bayern Munich is used to playing. Do they train differently? This is my opinion. This is my opinion is these players, right? You look at their squad, right? Like they just have a completely different caliber of players than us. It's just a reality of it, right? Money buys this different caliber of players, right? We don't have players of the caliber of, of a Coman, of a Sané. Sané was running ragged. Like, he was just doing what he wanted. Um, but are there, given that this reality is so different from them to the Portuguese league, are there positives that we can take from this game, if any? Well, I'll, I guess I'll get to that after. Um, my <laughs> my view on the game, I mean, you guys said it all pretty much. Uh, I, I think the result, obviously – doesn't justify the effort that we put in. I, I think the four zero is, is a heavy result for, for the um, product we put on the field. Like, like you guys said, up to the 70th minute, we held our own, um, but we knew they were going to score and and we didn't take, 
we didn't take our opportunities. And so we, we paid it at the end. Um, I know you guys, I, I think that the change came for me, it's as simple as that second own the second goal, the own goal by, uh, Everton, it, it just demoralizes a team. I mean, one, nothing, you're still going in there for a fight. I think Jesus was about to make like a three substitutions right before uh, that own goal to, you know, the last effort, the last push um, on the team that happens. Those three guys come in. They're not, they don't have that same view of the game. Now, you know, they're going in to fight for that final result. Now it's two, nothing with 10 minutes left. It's like, whatever. And, and, and then, you know, then the onslaught happened. They, they just kind of took over. Um, but I mean, what can we take away from it? I mean, yeah, we, we played par to par with them for 70 minutes, but that's, that's not going to be enough. I mean, at the end of the day, I think we really needed a point out of this game and we didn't get it. And we made our life a little bit difficult now for the rest of the campaign. Um, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I liked, uh, that what's I don't even know what we call them. Uh, the manager, the manager, yeah. I think he came in and, and and gave us a little bit of a spark. Um, right? He came in that game, right? Yeah, yeah. That, no, no, he no. Vizela. He came oh, in he came game. in for Vizela. The subs were Diogo for Andre Almeida, uh, Everton for Chuk, Tarapt for João Mario, Gonçalo Ramos, and PZ for Darwin and, and Rafa Silva. But I think I think the three the subs that he makes, Tarapt, Gonçalo, and PZ, I think were thinking of let me just get these players off to rest because this game's done. I, I think he's going for a final push. I mean, Tarat's Tarat, an all-out player. I mean, that's that's going for a goal there, um, or at least tying it. I don't know. It, it's it was it was a difficult it was difficult um, how we how that ended. Considering that I thought we played pretty well um, for most of the game, so it was kind of demoralizing. And I think you could see that on the players at towards the end of that game. Any positives that you can take? <laughs> I mean, just. I mean, I mean, the positive is that we held our own against them, right? But they're, I mean, at the end of the day, you need you needed a, a tie there. I mean, it's still a loss. It's a it's a heavy it's a heavy loss on the score sheet. I mean, I don't know how else you can look at it. I mean, does it say, oh, we can go to Bayern and we can go to Munich and and get a result out of there? I don't think so. It still doesn't change my mind about that. Um, it's going to come down to the Barca game at this point, and that's that's going to be tough too. I agree. Oh, didn't I say that from the beginning? Holy <laughs> shit. Oh, uh, no. Nuno says here in the comments, sinceramente acho que o Benfica quebrou porque não marcou. Simplesmente isso e com a fadiga mental ainda pior foi. I agree, right? If Benfica scores, it just gives you that other lift, yeah, right? It, yeah, and, and I think that also played into it. Um, for the other guys, any positives that you guys would you think we could take from this game? I actually have a negative. I, I just didn't, in this game... I, I kind of wrote both like I kind of took some notes on it. The big, the first half and second half, we we started off so slow, completely slow. Then Bayern almost scored like both in both in the beginning of each half. They could have scored like a couple of goals in each half. And at the end, it's just like in the middle of the game we start playing better, but to start off the game and to end the half, we struggled. And I still remember in the first half, Grimaldo tried to clear a ball. It was Lewandowski's disallowed a goal. It's pretty much right, like halftime, and Grimaldo just kicks the ball like up in the air and like yep. doesn't. It's not even a great clearance or anything, and they go down. And luckily, it was a handball, but 
it's just like I, I don't know what's going on with them, or if they're tired or if they're not ready to start the game. But something like that needs to happen because that actually carried on to the next game as well. Bill, Oscar, any positives or, or negatives? Uh, it's a positive. Yeah, positive. That we, we, we suffered four goals, and we and uh, and Vlaku comes out stronger. <laughs> Bill, does he though? I, I think I think Kenny. Well, Kenny touched on the fact that we were that we kind of kept up with him for seventy minutes, but I also look at that and take it as a frustration because we go toe to toe with Bayern for seventy minutes, but then we go to Vizela with the same team and fucking look like shit. Oh, let's get let's wait we'll get wait until we get to that. And, we'll and, that. and, and, and I'll tell you this, Sane, I'm glad Sane was the player of the game because he he flat out balled. Yeah. So quickly, just catch up on some comments here. Um, Nelson says, "Como vimos com Vizela, Adele Pizzi podem fazer a diferença contra o Vizela." Uh, Tiago Weigl fez um grande jogo, foi o nosso melhor jogador. Estivemos bem até aos 70 minutos. A própria falta que dá origem ao livro do gol era completamente desnecessária. A partir daí foi sempre a cair, which is something Oscar you always talk about, right? Otamendi making stupid fouls outside the box. Yeah. Whether it was a foul or not, I don't he's, know, but it was him. To me, to me, Otamendi is a great, awesome center back. But, and, and I, met, I think I mentioned on the text message, yeah. it, it's the stupid fouls that he does outside the box just because he wants to be this bulldog is causes us gives us like a team like Bayern I have a chance to score right and and I like I, I look at Vertogen and you guys said he might be the the weak link of the league or or the team for the Shia why not and I think he's the most consistent and and uh, and more reliable because he's smarter to me he's a, he's not as dumb and bulldog as uh, Otamendi is but fair Bruno says, Pizzi e Tarato não bem fica em condições, nem sequer jogavam como segundo opções, mas é o que temos e temos de ser sinceros. Tarato nem sequer queria este cá estar. Just true. And Nelson, uma nota. Há um penalti sobre o Darwin que o árbitro faz vista grossa. Did you guys think that was a penalty, the ball that came across and he came I, into I, his back? I actually, I actually screamed penalty because I saw the defender stick out his arm. Like, he kind of likes to go over So I was like, I don't know, like over his back too. So I, I was kind of iffy, but they have to even check out anything. So. It, it won't. In Champions League, it's difficult to yeah. call those. Well, I've seen worse in Champions League. I, I know we have, but it, but usually they, they, usually, usually they try to. I've seen some fucking some fruta like you like to say fucking in Champions League as well. Yeah, no, but I but but in Champions League is especially against the Bayern. That's not, that's not going to be called. Yeah. Um, all right, looking at the stats here, uh, goal point gives the man of the match on Benfica to Darwin with a five nine. Um, on the Bayern side, 8-4 for Sané. Um, Kenny, I'll start with you. Who do you think was your man of the match? Um, you can give one for Benfica. You can give one for the whole game, whatever you prefer. No, I would say uh, no, I would say uh, Sané. I think he was the biggest threat on the field. Um, you know, for Benfica, I guess you could say Darum, but, I mean, he's still he's still inconsistent. I mean, he, he's in a goal drought. Um he had his chance. He, you know, he, to Oscar's point too. I mean, that chance he had, he made it more difficult on himself. You know, he, he had a, a clear um, path to net, and he kind of fumbled with the ball where he had to. Then he had to like kind of recuperate it, turn around. He got a good shot off, but he still, you know, he 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 still makes little mistakes like that. That makes it. It makes his life more difficult. That could have been the game changer. I think that you know that could have changed the whole the whole game. Um, so it's it's frustrating that he can't put it all together just yet. Um, Jay, uh, the MVP was Sane. If I had to pick one for Benfica, I would probably pick Oldisayas. 
because he probably could have they probably could have scored like another three three goals on him. Kenny did say Odie had to come up with a huge game. Um, Bill, he, he, he was doing that. He was. He was. We just yeah. couldn't put the ball Even in the though, net. Actually, dude, to be honest, I thought he was kind of slow on that free kick too. I no, did too, but I, it, was, I, it goes I, through I the wall. Not. No, yeah, no, that, that that's the thing. That I kept watching it. I'm like, yeah. dude, it goes through the wall. He, he, has, he only he sees it after it goes through the wall. Yeah, after it goes through the wall, the ball's yeah. low and hard, and no yeah. matter what, like if it goes through the wall, it's the wall's fault, not his it, fault. It, it, it looked, it looked hard one too. Yeah, it, but yeah, it was someone that not turned his head away because if he just stood there yeah. and took it right on the chin, he would have that would have been blocked. Of course, but he might 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 ruin his hair. Uh-huh. Shut up, uh, Oscar. You would definitely move out of the way too. Oh, I, I would, but I'm not. I'm not getting Oscar, paid four million. Oscar wouldn't be in the wall. <laughs> no chance. Bill, MVP. Uh, yeah, I agree. I think Sane caused all sorts of problems uh, in this game, and he was interesting enough playing in that role. Kind of what Rafa's been doing for us this year, right? The the free roaming role behind um, the striker, and he. I mean, he torched us. Um, on Befica, I'd probably go with Weigel. I think he, uh, in the midfield, he, he controlled that game. He, I think Jean Mato didn't have his best game, but I think Weigel, just like he's been all season, has been solid in that midfield and um, controlled it when we had possession. Oscar? Yeah, I agree. I mean, you can't take the man of the match from Sané. He, he scored, he assisted, he was all over the place, and he, nobody can stop him. And on our side... Like I said, for the first 75 minutes, Vigo was a machine in the middle. We uh, They didn't give much time to Jean Mari to play, but Vigo went defensively, and then uh, starting the game going forward, Vigo was our main guy. And I think there's nobody, I don't think Darwin or anybody else had a game like Vigo against Bayern. Yeah, I agree. And Vigo had a, I don't know if you guys remember, I'm trying to bring up the image here, but Vigo had a pass in the second half that completely rips. Bayern's midfield in half and gives Diogo this chance. Yeah. And he <laughs> fucked up so bad. He shot it. it. Shot it wide. It didn't even go on net. Yeah. Oh, wait, so wait, wait. Keep this, keep this image. He passes this ball, asks me, all right. But depending on where, how when this this Diogo Salves gets to it, like I mean, no, if he, right now, in, right yes, that's, that's yes, Rafa. Rafa. All right. And and uh, I get the point over here. You have to you have to pass this ball, but I don't know if he has a clear chance on that because then you'll be you'll be on a tight uh, angle, right? Depending where he catches that ball. But uh, but I mean, if you right play into his path, right? He's gonna catch it around here, right? Like, and Rafa's not very good at finishing. We know that, right? But I think you have a better right yeah, back right to Kenny, pass, yeah. back to Kenny's next gen stats, right? Your probability is probably better <laughs> here than it is here with one, two, three players here. Yeah, but look if this look at this, honest, Rafa, Rafa would have laid that ball across. Look at the goalie though. If he, tried, if he tried to bend one around, look at the, he look couldn't. He, could, he, he couldn't have bend it around. The guy's right in front. Of him. Yeah, this I know. But, here. So, but, so who shot that ball? The over, and it, Diogo. Diogo. Yeah, it ended okay. up like right I here. Thought you, I thought you guys kept saying uh, Weigel. Uh, for, no, Weigel made the pass. Weigel made the pass. Yeah, I remember. I actually remember this because Rafa was so pissed that he didn't get that ball. Yeah, if if I remember correctly, Weigel had a huge tackle, won it, got up, and then yep. made the pass. An inside-out pass. He was facing yeah. his own goal and fucking cut them in half. Yep. I was very upset. Um, I would say Weigel, for me, was the man of the match. I thought it was a game that, against the German side, against the team that was a rival for him growing up, um, 
it was a chance for him to show himself to the German national team since he's been out for a while. And I thought he stepped up. I thought he played well. Yeah. Hey, Nelson's um, comment here is 100% fact. Um, if Weigel oh. or Sean Mario get hurt, yep. we are fucked. Yep. 100% yep. And we'll touch on that shortly with our discussion Deep. about our depth. Our depth. Um, moving on, we had a 1 0 victory in Vizela. A match that started slow. Final third, we weren't able to get anything going. Um, I think we had one chance in the first half. Diogo Gonçalves shot, and the goalie made a save that he clearly saved and then argued with the referee that he didn't touch it, which blew my mind. Um, second half, I thought the team came out um, with a little bit more urgency, um, a little bit more intention in the final third. We started to push them back. They weren't able to really break on the counterattack like they were um, earlier on in the first 15 minutes or so. Um, and then when I figured it was over, it's a point, um, all of a sudden Pizaldino shows up and puts the ball on a platter for Rafa. Dude, someone put a, someone put a banana on that field. Cause that dude just slips and we get the ball of that. Dude. And PZ just, I'm not going to PZ delivered a beautiful ball. Um, and we no, come away with no, the... cruzamento, foi um passe. Cruzamento. No, he's, yeah, no, cruzamento passe. passe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, JJ said it in the, in the press conference. Aquilo não é um cruzamento. Aquilo é um cruzamento passe. 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 <laughs> it was a nice ball. Bro. It was. Um, Oscar, I'm going to start with you again because you know your boy came in with a with an assist. Um, I know you were raging in the in our chat because he, you know, I'm expecting him to come in in the 89th minute, like you normally say. Um, he came. He did. In, he gave 84th. Was it 84th? Yes. <laughs> um, yes. So he came in a little earlier. Not is yeah. that as disrespectful or just as disrespectful? No, it's, it's. I still, I still don't like Jesus, and he's ruining a, a team that started off this season with depth. And we'll talk about it in a little bit. And it's ending this it, – well, it's, it's like not even a third way through the season, and we have no depth. You know why? Because he insists on the same 11, doesn't rotate players, and the players he does rotate, it's on 80-plus minutes. All right? So it's it, – like in, in to me, I'll, I'll start off with this Vizela game. All right? Against Barcelona, perfect game plan. I gave it to you. I, I said it here. Game plan. They're going to have the ball. We're going to have a team that's going to counterattack against, counter against the team that's going to have possession. Perfect game plan. There's no, against Bayern, perfect game plan. We have a team that has the ball. We have Darwin, uh, Rafa, and Yarmichuk that, that can have speed up top and they can counterattack. Perfect. All right? Against Portimonense and Vizela, we need, we're going to have the ball in the final third. All right, we're gonna have the ball in the final third. We need what we were lacking against Vizela, what we were lacking against Portimonense, the final fucking pass. The final pass. I've been preaching about the final pass for the last, I don't know how long. When we have possession, it's not Darwin's gonna give the final pass. That's why Darwin looks like he's a superstar against Barcelona. It looks like he's never played soccer in his life against Portimonense and Vizela. All right, because he's a guy that needs space. Space when a team plays up front. He can run behind him, right? When we have possession, we're up front. He doesn't have the space behind the defense to run, right? So it's 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 useless. So playing with Yara Machuk and Darwin on a game like Vizela, it's almost useless. We like, and then who do we put in? Okay, that that Serbian guy as. Yeah, I actually liked him. He comes in. He has he has speed. He has he's technical. He's 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 good. He's for a winger, so I think he should use him more. What is that second game playing in his fucking in the, the season? Why? He's been away. He's been hurt. 
He said they asked him in the press conference, and JJ said that he came hurt, and then he spent a couple days with the team, and then he went away on international break for a couple weeks, and they came, practiced a couple of games with the team, then went away on international break, and he said of the players in the entire squad, he's the one that knows the the style and the the plan less than anyone else. Well, he showed that he could play. Like, he could definitely play. He can play. So, I mean, if he if he knows nothing about what the st- tactics are, then fuck, he's a genius because he he came in and he, he stepped up and he played probably better than anybody else on the team to play for the first, like, 80 minutes, right? So, and then we're still lacking the final pass. So, so and by the way, I was when I texted you guys, Rafa Tarvantado, he was Tarvantado. That guy was legit, like, carrying himself in the field. I don't know how he, he continued. Fine. He stayed and he scored the tap in, but that should have been a striker that was there. That should have been a striker. It should have been a Darwin. It should have been a, a Yarmachuk. It should have been a, a Gonzalo Ramos. Rafa shouldn't be on the on the six to tap the ball in. On, on, like he's he's a winger. I don't know what the fuck this tactics are going on in, in, with George Zuz and who's playing where. Dude, he came, he's he a came winger. on the second post. Uh, he came, they tapped it in on the six. Yeah, that, I get he, it. But he came, he came around the back post. The, he put, put the ball on the back post. Uh, but it's on the six he tapped it in. If you look at the replay, it's on the Dude, six. all the guys jump in for the cross. The yeah, it's also minute. desperation. Yeah. All I know is that, uh, the Hail Mary of soccer. You're telling me you, you wouldn't want Rafa if you're down if you tie zero zero. You have a no, dude, Rafa, you want the players to crash the net. Dude, at, on the on the eighty on the eighty something minute, like Rafa's, it's he's legit a follow away from getting hurt seriously. And if we lose Rafa, we're fucked. And Rafa because he's tired legs. You see how when, every time they tack they tackle him, the guy will legit get up and t- uh, grabbing his legs and and leaning over over his fucking uh, like leaning down to the almost like puking, like it, legit. That's what it looked like. He was carrying himself. Uh, and and then final pass, final pass, final pass. Who 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 who's the, who's the the best player for the p- final pass in Benfica? You can say it, Tank. <laughs> oh yeah, who's the best player for the final pass? When we need a final pass, we need somebody that's to get the ball to the tap-in spot. Who's the best player we got in Benfica? You can say he sucks defending. He sucks in the midfield. He sucks coming back and 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 falling chasing players. But who's the best player when we have 90% of possession like we're having on the final a third? Who's the best player to get the ball for a tap-in? But he puts him in on 89th minute every fucking game. So you want him to – but like he's playing on the wing, so you're going to have to take out Darwin, right? Is that what you're saying? No. no well, he ended up taking Darwin Dar- Dar- anyways, but he puts in Everton's and stupid shit like that. Like, like to, I, I do, to be honest. Getting, I kind of wanted to get to Everton. Like, I don't get Everton. Like, yeah, I, no, no. But, but, but to me, when we, I've been preaching about the final pass, final pass, final pass, because it looks like we're getting balls up there, and then nothing happens with the fucking chances. We don't have create no chances. And and look at this. PZ comes in 85th minute, and we scored we scored a goal on a platter, a ball on a platter. Final pass. I've been preaching about. So people can hate him all they want, but he's the guy that has the best final pass Dude, in our team. So, I, and I, I I'm. I'm I'm very happy PZ gave that pass, and I'm, I was very happy about that. But honestly, dude, I even wrote down Bayfica goal, lucky as shit. Like we <laughs> legit got that ball because the dude slipped. slipped, or else that game was tied. Yeah, we that's part. Of, gonna, that's, part we, that's part of the game. Okay? I get it. I understand. I understand. But yeah. like we, that game was tied. It was a tie. I actually thought we were going to lose that game at one point. We should have lost. I, I thought so too. I we should have lost. I'm, I, I honestly think that we stole three points away from Vizela because Vizela played that good overall. They defended, 
they oh, they really could have scored a couple goals. Well, I actually wrote that. Odie had a what the fuck moment right right to start off the game, yep. and then he, this is the funny part. He had a what the fuck moment, and then he comes up with a big save <laughs> to, to save his his mistake. Yeah. Um. But I, I thought Vizela had some chances. I thought they could have scored two or three goals in this game, and we were lucky to to even get a tie. But we got the W. We got the W because the guy slipped on on the in the middle of the field, and that's the only reason why. Uh, we, I'll take this. Uh, I don't like how we played. I thought we played like shit. Uh, I shit. completely, I completely agree with your everything that you said. But enough praising Peasy, dude. I get it. He passed. He got a great pass. But let's be serious, dude. Let's not say that he's he's the answer to all of our issues. I didn't say he was the answer. I just said when we need a final pass, we're not finding one. He's our best option. So I think Joel Mario has a discussion in that as well. Well, he played the whole game and he didn't get a final pass. I would actually disagree with that, Jay. Joe Mario is not a guy that gets many assists. Um, I was going to share some stats here with you guys, which I thought was interesting before I go to the rest of the guys for their opinion. Um, JJ in his press conference after the game said, Benfica com Pizzi e Rafa dentro de campo, depois de perder a bola para defender, esquece. Right? So he's essentially saying he's got two players there that when we lose the ball, we don't have the capability to react, to help defend, whatever the case may be. Um, and I was reading Record this morning, and, and they had some interesting stats in there. Um, they've Since Rafa joined Benfica in 2016, uh, they have featured together in 122 of 186 league matches. Okay, um, with So the, the numbers here are going to be with both of them, together or with just one of them, one or the other. Um, with both of them, Benfica scores averages 2.2 goals per match. With one of them, Benfica averages 2.5 game, uh, 2.5 goals per match. So they, I would have thought it was the other way around. So with the two of them, they score, they average less goals per match. With the two of them, their win percentage is 68.9. With just one of them, their win percentage is 86. Um, with one of them, Benfica concedes 0 0.5 goals against. With two of them, Benfica concedes 0 0.8 goals against. Right. So that, and to be honest, I would have thought that the numbers would have been much different. I would have thought their win percentage would have been higher. I would have thought that their goals for would have been higher. Um, the goals against doesn't surprise me. Um, but I think there's something there, right? And, and right, we've talked about PZ not playing as much, blah, 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 right? Do you guys think that this plays a part in it, right? Because he's got a system, he's got a strategy that he wants to implement. And if he has two players that even statistically state it, we visualize it and we've all agreed, I think, to an extent that we can say, you know, PZ doesn't have the intensity to defend. PZ can play that final pass PZ is helpful in games where we don't have to defend much, but PZ is not helpful when it comes to, you know, having to track back and help defend. Rafa is able to do it because he's fast. But apart from that, he doesn't have a defensive mindset in him. He's just fast and he's able to get to those spots. Does this have, does he have a reason, right? Does this back up his, his reasoning behind it? Um, Kenny, I'll go to you. Well, everything you just said, it sounds like, 
you know, Jesus is taking a page out of like the baseball nerds. Yeah, he's not. He's not. Jesus <laughs> probably doesn't even know what the stat is. Guaranteed he does. Absolutely. Yeah, 100%. The nerds, the nerds are out, Kenny. You yeah, sure. Nerds are so, out. So I actually agree with Oscar. In a game like this, it doesn't make it doesn't make sense to to have Dar- Darwin on the wing because we, we are holding possession. We're playing on their half of the field pretty much the entire time. It just – Darwin, Dar- like Dasha said, Darwin needs more space. So he's he's pr- pretty much useless unless he's playing in the, you know, as the center forward. And y- y- with Yarmchuk there, then what, you know, what's the point? You play one or the other. Um, so I, I agree with Oscar on that point. In regards to the game, I mean, it was an ugly game. Complete opposite from Barca. I mean, from Bayern. But like you asked me on the Byron game, is there anything that you can take from this? I think there's more that there's more positive that you can take from this game than the Byron game. Um, listen, this isn't going to be the last game that we're going to play like shit. These away games we know are much more difficult than, um, I mean, Vizela is, is one thing, but like there's going to be games in Nujasur, in Nemedeira that are going to be just as difficult where we're going to struggle. The championship can be won off of these games. I mean, look at look at Spartan last year. How many late late winners uh, games do they do they win to win the Campeonato? I think there's more to take from a game like this. It shows that they they played to the end. Yeah, they might have gotten a little lucky. They lost the ball, but that's part of the game. They still had to finish, and they 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 made it happen. Um, so I think that's a positive. I think you know later down towards the end of the season, they they can take a lot from this game. That like no, we're, we can we can finish at the 98th. We can. Give us we we have five extra minutes in extra time. We're gonna score a goal. I think that that's a huge morale booster me- mentally to to bring you know when you have another game like this that's gonna come back to you like we've done it before. We can do it again. We have the fans on our side, um, and and I think that is what was missing last year. Last year games like this, forget it. We wouldn't even have a shot on net for the full eight, lost. Min- eight minutes and extra. Lost yeah, but lost doesn't it concern you? Doesn't it concern you that we played down to our competition, like especially like coming from a game from Byron than to this one? It's it's. I don't think we played down. I just think it's it's a different game tactically. Like you're you're going you're coming from a game where you're so, like you're so focused on like one of the best teams in the world. Like you're you're so f- more focused on tact like staying tactically in formation and and blocking their their attack, to a game where like you have so much of the ball, like you almost forget like. You you almost have too much of the ball at some point that you don't you don't know what else to do with it. Like the ball's not going your way. You're not getting, you know, you're not you're not scoring. You're not the goal. You know, the ball isn't going in the net. It's not going the way you want to. That you you just become get frustrated and in your own head. Um, I'm it's essentially you. the opposite of the Bayern game, right? Exactly. Us against you're, we were essentially Benfica. Um, we were we were Bayern against Vizela, and Vizela was Benfica. Against Bayern. That's, I don't agree. I don't agree because Bayern was creating chances. We weren't creating shit. We created it, that shot. We created that shot with the ourselves. He's saying like stats, going though. into we the had, go back going to the into stats. Game, we had like you're seven. You're gonna have possession. Yeah, shot, I'm talking about chances to score. We had Diogo. Darwin, Darwin's shot. header. Darwin's header was a good one too. Yeah. Go back to the stats. Didn't we have like double? Wait, what? Dar- what, what what's which header by by Darwin? The back post that he headed and the goalie yeah. made a quick save right-handed. Rafa's disallowed goal was like 42 centimeters. That's still, off. still off. I don't I know. Yeah. It doesn't matter. There was, no, there was chances created. Yeah, if, it, if, you, if you score an offside goal, it's not a chance. Where was it? Saying, it was, I, I mean, I, Oscar, I agree with you. I, I didn't think that we played that well overall. 
well, it's, it, you can look at it as we played down to our to our competition or like our did. competition. Vizela is Vizela is new for for the Primeira Liga. Yeah, are playing Benfica, right? They, they just they came up with this. Yeah, year, right? yep. they're playing Benfica yep. for the first. They play. They're play, also playing. They played well. Good. They they yeah. had the best chances to score. It was Vizela. But we had. I mean, but we're holding. I mean, what was the percentage? How what was 67 the sixty-seven to thirty-three. Yeah, 70% of the ball. I mean, so, yeah, have check, 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 check Barcelona's possession against us. He didn't create one chance. Yeah, they did. Barcelona, Barcelona, Barcelona missed him wide, but I'm Right. What was the other one? I'm I'm struggling to think of another there's, one. There's another one that he, he he turned right quick and he shot it like to the to the side and all he saved. Dove but that was it. like a pretty. He grabbed it. He didn't even have to parry. No, it it, it parried away and he came to chase it after and he picked it up. I can't even remember. Well, uh, I'll I'll also say this. I'll also say this. I think this game, like this, for me, is the biggest difference maker from last year to this year. Is is the fact that, and I, I don't think this is the first game that we've kind of finished finished at the end maybe it is but games like this are the difference from from last year is the 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 i don't know how to say it like the the push the the effort at the end of games to find one that was what we were missing last year and i think we have more of a fight this year and i think it has a lot to do with the fans i think it has a lot to do with just another year under jesus um you know joan mario is helping in the midfield that that all helps but finding the game winner at the end when it's like where we were all like this is done it's a it's a half it's a tie game this is going kenny, to be the maker this year kenny the, this this year what scares me is we're one injury away from being as bad as last year well well that's we'll, get, we'll get into the depth we'll get into the depth but yeah we'll get into that um, i still think i still think we have better players than last year overall as yeah. a team. and na name them I think, I think, I think, I think Venetia starts in our, in our starting 11 today. Oh, why did we do it? Okay, that's just my uh, opinion. From last year, I'm saying from last year, Venetia didn't even play last year. Yeah, but but he was here the, the summer and he just we let him go. Correct, we sold them. We'll, we'll, we'll go, we'll go so. by the list. Um, Bill, what do you want to add to this? I mean, these guys have touched on it. I think this game was just frustrating after coming from that. The, that Barca, uh, that Bayern defeat, I was hoping for a nice bounce back, right? A nice result, get the confidence back up, and we struggle for 90 minutes and then get the goal at the end. I agree with Kenny. I think you do take something away from this, right? Like the fact that they fought till the very end, you, you can hang your head on that, right? Like these guys didn't give up last year. This game, we there's no, ch no chance we would have scored in – 90 plus minute right they they would have given up at that point um so i think that is a positive to take from it we got the three points and I, at the end of the day that's all that really matters uh, i have i have I, one I, thing. I, have, I have one more thing to add i i want to see more of the serbian yeah i was gonna touch it i i i wouldn't mind seeing everton not come in for a game or two <laughs> to kind of like I, no honestly to, to kind of be like wake up dude or else you're gonna lose your spot on the i team. think nelson made a comment earlier that yeah. said, Radonich in 15 minutes showed yeah. more than Everton has in a season and a half. Yeah, yeah. I um, I have a, a, a very curious to, to say this, but uh, Mike, you know how you you put up the stats in the ball about Pizzi Rafa and how 
and then you guys said Jesus took a, you know, analyzed all this. On a game that we needed a goal, why do you think he left to, if he didn't think, if we think we're worse, why did he put PZ and Rafa together? Because he basically put all, everything out there through the kitchen sink. What, but, but if he knows Rafa and PZ are not good together or they're worse together, take well, out Rafa, only, take out Rafa and put somebody it's else. It's only six minutes. I think yeah. it's more defensive. That's why he puts that. him in at it's the not, It's not defensive. It's there, there to score Oscar, a goal. Oscar, I'm sorry, it's, but that, that – It's nah, only that six minutes. He, he, he trusts Oscar. So he's not, he's, Oscar, not looking, six, he's not looking at stats. Six minutes – it's six minutes of a risk that you can deal with, right? The risk of, of having two guys that aren't going to track back for six minutes. You can deal with that. You have to have it. You have and they almost, the, dude, and they almost to having both of them on yeah. for 70 plus minutes. That's like, that's more of a risk having both of them on for 70 minutes, right? There's more of a risk there than having them, having them both on for six minutes. Yeah. Correct. And like you have to think about it. somebody made the comment here in the chat. Let me see if I can find it. Nelson, Rafa, Everton, can defend, right? You're not gonna put all those guys together. Okay, but, but when you look but, at the but, team, but, that... But my problem, my problem with Jesus is not putting all those guys together. Like I'm not asking for them. I'm asking to involve those guys in different games. He has a one eleven right now, and that's it. We're once we lose one of those eleven, we're fucked. That's my yeah, but, but even G- Jesus's history is always now, play now, like and now, now his, tomorrow. Once he has his eleven, he usually tomorrow. Plays. Tomorrow is going to play against Kimmerange against a whole lift front eleven, right? That if they lose, oh, the Jovic could keep a bullshit. Uh, yeah, because no, 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 could keep a principal. That's why you lose. But what? But again, you can have. We had this discussion last time. You can have the flip side of this argument. If he comes off the back of the Bayern game and makes changes. Right, and we lose. Right, we have the other argument. Why did he make so many changes? The team played well against Bayern Munich. Blah blah right. blah. Exactly. Right? No, no but you, 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 of it. you just you just look legit. We're playing Vizela, right? And you you have you just play Bayern. You chase the ball for sixty percent of the time, sixty five percent of the time, and you playing you playing Bayern, right? These guys, especially the R fours, Rafa's and all that. They if, if Rafa would have been more effective coming off the bench against Vizela, I, I, I might be wrong. Off the I bench coming against Vizela, okay, that's fine. You think I'm wrong. Darwin might be more effective coming off the bench against Vizela. I agree. I agree with that. So because right now they're tired from the beginning. Vizela's coming in, obviously, they're fresh legs and all that. First half is going to be a tired team against a fresh team, right? Vizela, Rafa comes in second half. I think he's a lot more effective against Vizela, 100%. Correct, but, but that's that's us making the right. Like, there's a lot of analytics and thought process that goes it right. Like, there's a lot of analyzing and research that goes into it. But again, it's the other f- side of the argument, right? Like, if we right, he Rafa didn't start against Santa Clara early this season, right? He came in at halftime and we throttled them in the second half, right? But if we don't win that game, the argument is why the fuck didn't Rafa start? He's our best right. player. Right. Same thing here. Right. If if Rafa doesn't start this game or whoever the case may be. Right. Like you have the other argument. Why did we rotate players? Right. If we played our starting 11 tomorrow and we lose. Right. Why do we start our starting 11? Right. They're going to get. No, those do we won the game and I'm complaining about about the starting 11. I'm not saying like why if we lose or win, I'm saying we come off a buying game where we're chasing the ball for 65 percent of the time and we have players that carrying themselves. Right. Those players that are crucial to us, Rafa's, you know, and in, in this case, he, he believes Darwin is crucial to us. Those players, the fast players coming off the bench, to me, would be more crucial, would be more important. That's just my opinion. But because or else he doesn't trust anybody else on the bench, then 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 what the fuck team we have? 
Yeah, but but I also think it's it's a part of it too is because he knows that we have a league cup game come after this one that they're going to get enough rest that like he's like I'm I'm not gonna I'm not gonna risk the you know taking taking Rafa off the field against Vizela because he might be tired and potentially losing the Vizela game to save you know save him for what he's gonna be sitting again in the league in the Tasa the Liga game so yeah but but but, but, Ken, but he, we we lose we lose tomorrow to be he managed we're out of the cut too. Yeah, but I think the cup is not as important. Okay. Yeah. If if you're gonna if you're gonna rank, wait, the isn't this isn't this the Tasa de Liga? Tasa de Liga. If you're gonna rank, you do. It's you, three teams per group, yeah. and Guimarães already played their game, and they won two zero. So, so they're three points. If they beat us, they're 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 through. We're out. We're home. We just have to make sure we don't lose. If we tie, we can basically depend on ourselves in the last game. It's a different format. Well, we have to score by more than two goals. It's at home on the last game. Yeah, but against do, you Kuba, that, yeah. Do, you, do you think that we're going to play with our starting lineup? I, no. We should, no, I don't think I don't think we should. But I mean, it shouldn't be a tr- total different eleven, like we did against uh, against. I bet, I, I bet your boy PZ starts. Nah, whatever, guys. <laughs> yeah, put 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 him with the junk and then say, oh, he doesn't play good. <laughs> He's probably not going to play good. <laughs> um, let's let's finish this one up here. So MVP, uh, Kenny, I'll start with you. Um. I'm going to give it to Rafa. Um, he, he, I mean, he, like Oscar said, I mean, he was, he was gassed and he still found a way to, to be at the right, the right spot at the right time to, uh, to score. Um, so I'd give it, I'd give it to, to Rafa. And I, I just wanted to say something about the Serbian. So the, the way he was going at the defenders one-on-one is exactly the player that I thought Everton was going to be. Yeah. I, I mean, these two are going to get compared a lot, especially if the Ser- you know the Serbian's going to perform like he did against Vizel. Now, this could just be a one-time thing. But for me, I thought Everton was going to be that player that could take players one-on-one, and he has not been. He, he's just that one-trick pony that he, he cuts inside and shoots he shoots from, from the corner of the box. That's all he does. Um so this kid showed a little bit more skill. Uh, so we'll see if, I mean, Jesus is going to play Everton. He's got a, a huge price tag on him. It's his guy, the one that he wanted the most. So he's going to play. But keep an eye on, I, I liked the way he came in, man. I really like, it's, it reminded me of Di Maria, the way he was taking players on one-on-one down the line. It was really impressive. So we'll see. But you know, you know another player that does that a lot. I think I think he's her, right? Gil Diaz is actually a player that does that a lot. He goes, he cuts, he goes in through the field and he just cuts players in and out. Like I think there's one time he came in for the right left back or the right back, right. and it was for yeah, and then he just kept cutting players. I'm like, whoa, this shit, this kid is not that bad. And and I he, actually he, never heard of him before. He he was a he was like a, fo- a winger, right? And now yeah. he's just trying to put him into like family count. Yeah. Jay MVP. Um, MVP Rafa, uh, the goal. Um, no, I mean, there's nothing more I can say about that. I thought overall it wasn't a great game, but Rafa got the goal, so helped us there. Just one more thing I, uh, it was really good to see Vizela's fans, uh, show out like they did. I thought they were a huge push for their team as well. I think Spartave even mentioned that as well. But yeah, they had a great atmosphere over there, and that's good to see in the Portuguese league too. It'll so. be guess how many people that stadium fits? Like six, <laughs> I bet five thousand. I bet yeah, I would say Milford High probably has yeah, more. Yeah. five thousand. <laughs> so, like I mean, more. the atmosphere was great, but I I think if they can play to that level, um, I think a lot of teams will struggle um, to get a result there. I mean, they they've drawn their last five prior to this game, and you could argue that they didn't deserve to lose this one either. So. 
Um, it'll be interesting if they can if they can maintain it throughout the season. Hey, Mike, fu- funny that Charles got the man of the match of the entire game. <laughs> well, he made that big yeah. save. That's two goalies in a row against I us. I mean, that, that's what I'm saying. I mean, these guys, we don't play down. They play up to us. I mean, we may not look top-notch, but like – But the, what, Mike, what, what save did he do? He did like Diogo Gonzalez save. That's well, it. I'm just saying. I'm just saying has, one. He's got the highest score by far on so the, the man of the match. Why, that, why not give it to Vlaco? Because he had more saves. He caused his biggest save. Vlaco did not have more saves. Yeah, he did. Check out the big game again, dude. I watched the game very closely over here, right? Yeah. Really close to the TV. They had four shots on target. Huh? They had, they had four shots on target, and and Charles yeah. made six saves. So, so we had six on target. So you you were sleeping. Yeah, you check, were check, sleeping on check, some of check the saves. shots that they had on target, dude. The guarantee is a balls right that he here, picked four. up with his knee. I know, but he picked the. No, I'm talking oh. about check him. Oh, it balls he picked up with his knee, like up. <laughs> Who's your man of the match, Oscar? Obviously Beasy. not Charles. Easy. <laughs> he had to do it. <laughs> Hey, dude, huge. That's great. Yeah, that if I'll tell if PZ does not come in, mark my words, we don't win this game. Cruzamento pass. Cruzamento pass. Foi a foi a mestro. Não há nenhum jogador que faz isso agora. To his credit, I don't know any other player on the team right now that would have crossed it. When he crossed it, I think most of the guys would have tried to like take it down the line and then crossed it later on. He legit got it and just fucking whipped it in. Like, credit to him. Yeah. Boa noite, Nelson. Obrigado. Um, Go hate on PZ someone. <laughs> um, let's move on to uh, our depth here. And I, I wanted to do a little exercise here. So I'm going to bring it up on the screen according to Benfica's um, roster here on our website, which is. So what we're going to do is we're going to go through each section here and um, essentially just right taking out the starters. What are our thoughts in terms of our depth and kind of what we would rate our depth from one to ten in that section, right? So all these obviously our starter. We got Elton Leite. We got Svilad as goalkeepers. Um, uh, I'll start with Bill. Let me just reorganize this order here so I make sure I can keep everything in line. Um, so let's do Bill, right? Taking out Audi. In terms of goalkeepers, who do you think should be second and third? And from a scale from one to ten, how comfortable are you with our depth here? So I think Elton is our is our number two, and then well, he is. But I'm saying, in your opinion, should he yeah, be the number? Yeah, two? yeah, I would I would give Elton the number two, and then Sula the third spot. Um, and I mean, last year, I, last year I didn't think. Oldie deserved to come out, it, but I also don't think this year in return helped and didn't do anything last year that would have warranted him losing this spot. Going well, except his red card. He got a red card. That's why. I yeah. mean, hey, but you be a knucklehead, you lose. Yeah. But so I, I think, and that shouldn't have been a red, by the way. Come no, on. exactly. Never. Yeah. So I think depth-wise, I would say this is probably one of our stronger, stronger positions, right? And. That, because I think Sweetlot has shown us glimpses of of being a, a capable keeper, right? He's still young, um, but he's still, he's showing glimpses, and I wouldn't be surprised if he if he was to play tomorrow. Uh, but I think out of a scale of ten, our my confidence in, in the goalies, I I'd probably say a, a nine or a ten. 
Damn. 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 I'm gonna oh, rest this just, oh, guys, if you, if you swap out, do you have less confidence in Elton than you do in in Odysseus from what he played last year? I, I, agree, I but you're, you're rating our overall position like almost perfect. I don't think that's. I don't think they're. Perfect it's your confidence people. in your in the depth at that position. I'm. I, I agree with Bill. I'm confident. I'm confident guys. that if Ovi goes out, gets injured for a couple games, or gets a red card, I'm confident that Elton can come in, and you wouldn't notice a difference. I'm confident. Uh, I, I actually I agree with Bill. I think at goalie, I don't think we have anything to worry about. What? So what's your rating in terms of? Our backups, one to ten. What's your comfort level? Like as as the whole as a group? No, just our backups, right? So if Audi goes down, right? How how confident are you that with with late? I mean, look, let, I mean, let's face it. If if Audi goes down, I'm very confident with. I think it's it's almost an even swap with late. Now, if late goes down, you're you're going to your third keeper. I think that goes with any team. When you go to your third keeper, you're not going to be as confident. I, I think it's I think it's a not a huge drop off from all these oh the late to to Slivar, but I obviously it's it's a big it's a bit of a drop off, but the top two is what's most important to me, and I think you have probably two top notch goalies right there. Okay, what's your number? So I would say I would agree with Bill. I would be come. I would be one out of ten. This uh, goalkeeper position comfortably at eight nine out of ten. Okay, Oscar. All right, so I don't think any of those 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 goalkeepers are Ederson or Blocks or anybody like that. So I I consider like Odyssey is our best goalkeeper at a seven, uh, late our second best goalkeeper at a six. Slivar scared me against Manchester United when he first started, so that game is still a nightmare to me. So I'll probably put him as a four, average on my thing, probably a five and a half six. <laughs> this is gonna be amazing scores for Oscar. <laughs> Kid's got his calculator up, Jay. So uh, to me, you're comparing, you're comparing to other years of Benfica. Are you comparing to other thing. teams? I, other I, teams? I, no, I'm just comparing my 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 confidence on this position. So, like, this position, to be honest, like, I I kind of took the same approach as Oscar. I kind of yeah. graded them as a group. Like, I, yeah, to me, a ten is like you're talking like you're talking like, in the box. Yeah, you're talking like they're top notch goalkeepers, which. We're not I, rating I mean, the goalies, guys. We're rating I'm, our I'm, confidence right, in the well, you listen, the you position. did it your way. I mean, you listen, right. you did it your way. I'm gonna do it my way. Yeah, I'm just saying right. I did it differently. I did it like kind of like Oscar did. I rated them overall as a group a 7.5. Um, okay. and I did write that they're fucking strong decimals? as a unit. Oh fuck. Well, I that's a professional I score, dude. Yeah, you don't watch This is like rating pizza, but yeah, you don't, exactly. Yeah. So you listen, I went I went seven point five. I think seven point five. I just think that they're all, overall, our number two would be for me would be Elton, and then Slivad. I think overall they're they're all pretty much above average players. So that's where I kind of rated them, and like average to me is five, and then I went up like they're between greatness and to, they're above average. So I went seven point five okay. as a that's group. Fair. So fair. so just just to clarify how I graded this, I'm grading this as a position group. Compared to the rest, like compared to basically the top three in the Portuguese league, I'm not comparing them to Ederson. No, or, no, or King. No, or, I'm not either. I'm not comparing them to Ederson and Old Block. I'm not comparing I'm them. I'm just comparing them as a group. So, as wouldn't a, you say? Wouldn't you say in the league that we don't have the top two goalkeepers in the league? We don't. No. I think. I think Porto that with the, the, the Argentine, Argentinian guy and Diogo Costa to me are better than these two. 
I would disagree. I, I think I, Marshall's I, I wouldn't go there. I think we're the top two goalkeepers in the league. I don't. In my opinion. But I think say is the same yeah. level as the Argentinian goalkeeper from Porto. What's Sparty his name? Ace, and look and and from Sporting and Adan from Sporting is good. Uh, then what? I like Adan. Who, what's the goal differential with all the other teams? Who, who's got uh, the least goals scored? On yeah, them? but that that could be more on defense too. Let Ken. me see. So Benfica, uh, it's a stat. It's a stat to look at. Sporting has four conceded. Benfica has five, and Porto has six. Okay, so so we're 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 you know around the same level. I, I that's that's fair. I mean that that's. That's fair. But like I, I'm, I'm just judging them as a group. Like overall, like I think that they're. It's in, confidence level on that position. To me, yeah. it's a confidence level. Like, to, be, how, to be honest, do, do I, if I feel like a block going to Bayern and that, like playing against Bayern, do I feel confident in block being our uh, not a block? Uh, Odyssey is or late or or Slivar. I'm like them. I feel like a six, six and a half confident on that position. Like I don't feel like they. Oh, okay, dude, I'm, I'm I'm a nine or ten in this position. This position is good. Oscar, yeah. you got someone that agrees with you finally. Not finally. It's like 99% of the people agree with <laughs> They just don't want to say it. 99% of the time, 50% of the time, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Moving down the list here. Defense. We got a lot of options. Um, and then I'll Go go, go, go from position, like right backs or center right, backs so, and left backs. So right backs. Yeah. No, we're not going to go by position. Um Andréamez, Gil Dias, Ferro, Gilberto, Diogo, Grimaldo, Morato, Otamendi, Valentino, Verissimo, and Vertonghen. Regulars, we got uh, André, um, Diogo, Gri, Otamendi, Lucas, and Vertonghen. Right? So, in terms of outside backs, we got Gil Dias, Gilberto, um, we got Lazaro. In terms of center backs, we got Morato. Um, we got Ferro and Andre Almeida can play there Mike, too. And yeah. you, you might be able to uh, shrink the screen so you don't have to keep scrolling. Yeah, no. you can make the guy smaller. Really? Make your page smaller. Like you're the other way. Go the other no, you're, way. Ma you're maximizing it. Yeah, the other way. There you go. One more. You there almost you had it, dude. What do you mean? Oh, one more. Oh, oh. contrario, carajo. For this, it's not doing it. Let's see. There, there you go. There we go. There we go. Yeah. You can see him now. Um, so we have multiple options for different positions. Um, Jay, I'm going to start with you this time. Uh, and outside of our regulars, right? We got our three center backs. We got Grimaldo. And then on the right, we got Diogo. Or we got Andrea. We got Lazaro. How confident are you if one of our big names back there goes down, right? Are you comfortable with like a Ferru coming in? Are you comfortable with a Morato leading the ship? So. As a group, I, I rated them as a six. Okay. Um, I feel like bes besides the starters, um, our depth isn't the greatest on this. Uh, center backs, Muratu. Muratu's is impressed, but Ferro scares the shit out of me. And Muratu's <laughs> only 19 years old. Um, right back, I think we're I think we're set on right back. Uh, Gilberto, Lazaro, and Diogo, I feel like in Andrade Almeida, you could throw him. Andrade Almeida could play in all those in any position over here, but um, I think right back we're okay. Uh, left back scares me. Um, Grimaldo with his he's good going forward, but defensively he sucks. And Gil Diaz is a project that is just trying to work. Um, luckily, we uh, you guys said that Lazaro can play both, right? I mean, yes, th that that helps. But I, it it would be nice to have. 
maybe one or two more um, better options. Like I, to me, I would, I would probably take Ogil Diaz and Ferro and try to get two better options for those two positions. Okay, Oscar. I actually feel pretty confident in this and this the the group. All right. So because we can right, we start with three center backs, but we can change into two uh, two center backs. Right, we can go to a four back line, and um, and that way we have an extra center back on the technically on the bench. But having the three center backs and then having Morato as a substitute for playing a three system, I I feel confident. The only position that scares me is the left back if Grimaldo goes down is the only position that that kind of scares me because i don't think gil diaz is a uh, is adapted 100 for that position um but other than that i think i rate the that position conference wise probably a seven you wouldn't be scared if one of our center backs go down no if the, we we lost verissimo when Murato stepped in perfectly i i felt confident okay fair um kenny yeah uh i think we have a lot of a lot of players here but i'm not fully sold on on the latrage um and and ferro too i would like to see another center back um step in there um the latrage i feel like we're, we're just getting old very old at this at, at the at the defensive position i mean andre almeida to me doesn't have that um that spark anymore i think he's he's just the injuries have caught up to him um i also think like oscar said if grimaldo gets hurt i don't think we have an equal to come in in that position um so i think we 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 could do better um but i think we you know it's better than the start of last year i mean we got lucas verissimo you know halfway through the season that helped so overall, the position I'm kind of like 50-50, So I'm I'm at a five. Damn, Bill. Yeah, I, I think I think we've seen glimpses from Lazaro that show he can he can play the the wing back position, right? And I, I think if if Grimaldo was to go out, I think Lazaro could. In. I don't think he's a long-term solution there. I think Grimaldo, attacking-wise, is, is a better option. But I think Lazaro does have the capability to play there. And um, I mean, center-back-wise, I'll be surprised if Ferro ever sees the field. He did um, the other day. But like, but like Oscar said, tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if he'll play tomorrow. But like Oscar yeah, said, with, with Murato, I think he has a huge ceiling. We've seen it. Uh, this season already, he 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 he's filled in, and and we haven't noticed a, a drop off in uh, in quality. Um, so I I'd probably give them a ranking of you know, seven. Oh, you agree with me too? See, told you it's ninety nine percent of fifty people. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, moving down the list here. Oh God, what the hell did I do? Um, share screen. All right, moving down the list, we got our midfield. Here's going to be a lot of questions. Um, Paulo Bernardo, Everton, Jetson, João Mario. Jetson's still there. Yeah. Nemanja, Pizzi, Rafa, Tarat, and Weigel. Um, I'm going to start with Bill this time. How are you feeling here? Uh, not so good. <laughs> the pro- Well, uh, I mean, they have Rafa listed here as a midfielder, right? He's not. I mean... 
Goff is a forward. Uh, yep. So take him off this list and and the if you're looking at <laughs> oh yeah. If, well, if looking, you take him off the list, you got to take out Everton too. Then they, they both yeah, play I mean, the and Nemanja and Every, yeah, like I don't, I don't think these guys are. Yeah, play, it comes out, comes out for Rafa all the time in the 89th minute, so he's plays up front. If you think Wait, are we looking at, are we looking at the A team or just the B team? That's like easy on here. All he has to say to you is this: three points to the mice. But so in that midfield, right? I'm looking at Jean Mario and and Weigel and if. Those one of those guys go down, or both of those guys go down. I we haven't seen enough of of uh Mike of Mike Mateo Mike, whatever his name is, to to know if he if he can fill in long term. You see glimpses, he's a big dude, but um, I think we touched on the last week. We we just, I mean, the jury's out, we have no clue what he's going to be yet, and we all know what Tarapt is in the midfield. and Pairing him with PZ or Jetson, I, I think this a recipe for for disaster. Um, Is there a rate coming? Yeah, I'm, <laughs> he's calculating I'm, it in his head. I'm trying to, yeah, I'm trying to do the Oscar calculations here. Um, Times two, carry the one. I'm I'm gonna go like a four point five, just because oh, I think man. I think the wow. drop off from Jean Mario. In Weigel to these other guys is is huge. Like I, I just don't see how anyone can fill in. We saw it last year, and we kept that was our biggest point last year. We we couldn't figure our midfield pairing, and he just kept rotating and rotating. And I think if you lose those two guys or one of those two guys, we're in the same boat we were last year. He's not going to know who the hell to pair in the midfield, and it's going to be a rotation. And it's going to be all sorts of havoc. Let's hope we don't run into that, Jay. So, I'll give my rating first, and then I'll talk about it. My rating is 5.5. Kind of agree with Bill, our center mids. If we lose Weigel or João Mario, I think we're kind of screwed because we're going to have to play with youth. Um, Guess Paulo Bernardo and Jetson and Mate and Tarab, which he can leave. But, I mean, I I would probably want to add – like a, a couple backups for Weigel and um, João Mario to the team. Wingers, um, Rafa, I don't mind Rafa and Pizzi on that on one side. I, I don't mind that. It's Everton and the Serbian. Everton's the one that kind of bothers me, um, just because of the price tag and he hasn't really found his. Like he hasn't found himself on this team yet, so. I kind of gave him a little death wise. I kind of just gave him a five five because I just feel like they have good starters, but the backups need work. Like every single, pretty much every position. Okay, Kenny. So I kind of agree, but I still think better off than last year. Um, yeah, because we have Joe Mario. <laughs> and last year we probably rated a two. <laughs> so anything above a two, I mean, we're still—it's still an improvement. It's still an improvement. Yeah, definitely an improvement. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I would, I would give, I would give it. I, I still like this year. I've said that we have, we, we. I feel comfortable with our depth, 
but it, I was also comparing it to last year. And I still think we, we are better off this year than last year. Um, depth wise and, and, you know, as, the squad as a whole, but yeah, I mean, I, I would, I would agree. I mean, if you're looking at the, the type of drop off from a Joel Mario to whoever would take his position, who would like Jetson. Yeah. That's a huge drop off, but I mean, you're not going to have the same type of, pl- you know, you're not going to have a backup equal to, to Joel Mario. Unless you're buying Munich where you can take off right. uh, Coleman and bring in Nabri. But what I feel, what I feel okay with say, uh, you know, instead of Joel Mario and, and um, Weigel for Jetson might, or, you know, I don't know, PZ and might, I, I don't know. Like I, I wouldn't feel as bad as like I did last year. I mean, last year we had Gabriel Tarat, or Tarat still on the team. But I mean, he's he's more of a backup now. He's got a he's got a more clearer role coming in off the bench versus starting games like he did last year. So, but overall, yeah, I mean, I would say probably somewhere like you know another five. Not not thrilled about it, but I think we're still better off than last year. Oscar, I I don't I, I'm not see when you say confidence and I I rate the players as a whole and I think like all right if uh, if one goes down I trust another the second one back backing it up I think I don't trust the midfield the midfield is a probably the and a lot has to do with half of these players don't see a lot of the field so we we really really don't know how they can pin up if one of the starters goes down so this position I'm rating at three point five. Because I have no, I really do. I I swear to God, if 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 we lose Juan Mario or Vigo, we are going on a fucking cliff. The cliff? Yes, <laughs> the cliff and, is gonna happen, guys. And and, 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 and and not because and not because the players around them are bad. It's because they don't see the field. We don't know what can they bring to the to the table. So so to me is this this is a, probably the position that scares me the most. So what I'm taking from here is the average for midfield is definitely a red flag for you guys. No, uh, it's not the the the, the they in terms of play, confidence. They, level. Yeah, confidence. Yeah. They, they they come in they come yeah. in to play three four minutes. They, that, that that doesn't they don't come in with confidence. So right. so the starters, Mike, the starters are 100. percent The the starter yeah, starter, yeah it's, it's called, yeah. talking about as a position a whole right. in the midfield. Yeah. Yep. So Mike, we said ours. Just give us a like quick glance of what you thought for up, me, to, up to the goalies. I mean, up to the attackers. For me, goalies, I would say I would agree with you, Jay, around the 7-8 range. I think that Audi is good. I don't think he's the caliber of what we've had in years past, um, but I think he's a good enough caliber for the Portuguese league. Um, he's still young. He's still got a lot to learn. He's now playing for Greece as a starter, so that should help. Um, Elton Late, I don't think is bad i don't think he's great i thought he did fine last year but i disagree with kenny when he says that i think that we have the two best goalies in the league i disagree i think i think think marshazine is is better than elton late i think adan is better than elton late um defense wise two combo two combo yeah marshazine and yo gonzalez your cost is good your cost is good. Okay, I get I get what you're saying now. Yeah, I don't even know who Spartan's backup is. Max Maximiliano, I think. Yeah, I think he Maximiliano. left. I think, I think no, he he's there. Max, I like Adan too. I, I like Adan too, but I would say okay, both keepers. I would take our. our I would say I would go. I would. I think that one's an arguable one. Like Oscar said, yeah. I think between the two Porto ones, I would I would agree. Although yeah. the new Porto kid, I don't remember what's his name. Diogo. Diogo Costa is good. If you, I, I saw him in the he's, he's unbelievable. He's, he's good. Under, he's the under twenty-one goalie. He's still lacking a little bit of experience. 
Yeah, he's good. No, I saw he's been playing for Porto starting the whole season so far. Okay, okay. Yeah. Let's Over much um, defense, defense. Defense, I feel comfortable. I think we have enough players there. They're not all great, but I think that we have enough coverage. I think we have enough experience, but I think as the years pass, like Kenny said, right, we have aged legs there, and I think we need to start looking at some youth and not just the age and experience. Midfield. I hey, what's I the rating, though? The rating, I would say probably um, – I would go at about a seven and a half, I think. Uh, and then midfield, I agree with you guys. I think that we're one injury or two injuries away from a, a massive mid mishap. I think in the center of the park, I'm not as concerned. Uh, I mean, in the center of the pack park, I am concerned. On the wings, I'm not concerned. I think we have enough players that can fill in, especially playing with a back three. But I think, like you guys said, Joe Mario and Weigel are kind of the, the – the, so what's the, your rating there? I would say probably like a four. And FYI, that goes for a lot of teams. True. Yeah, but absolutely. I think I think I think like you guys said, right? We haven't seen enough of the other guys like in a row to be able to formulate a, a better opinion. But from what we've seen, I think that we can all agree that I think right now on the surface, we think that the drop-off is substantial, right? And ideally, you don't want that drop-off to be too much. And that could be the case if they start playing more regularly. But I think right now from what we've seen, and it's still early in the season, but I think the drop-off could be substantial. But I hope that's not the case. Um, forwards, I think this is the one that we're probably best suited across the entire field. Um, but, Kenny, I'll start with you. Well, I think, yeah, I mean, I think there's there's plenty of options here. I think we have players, I mean, from from years past, probably not the best group of forwards. But I think we're serviceable here. I think we have enough firepower um, to be able to, you know, backfill if someone gets hurt. I mean, Seth is coming back from an injury. He's proven that he can score goals. Um, you know, we have youth on the team with Gonzalo Ramos and Darwin. Uh, and Yarmchuk is, you know, hopefully he can develop into a good, you know, the player that, you know, he, he should be. I mean, he's an internationally kind of blew up a little bit during the Euros. Um, Pinu's a... I, I don't know what the Pinu signing was to begin <laughs> he's with. He's out for the season. Yeah, I mean he's irrelevant. Um, <laughs> but I think we have I think we have a, a decent mix. Like if, if I don't think there's a huge drop off from any one of them really. I think Gonzalo Ramos could easily, um, you know, flip flop with Darwin very easily. Um, and same with Safedovic and Yarmchuk. So, like I said, not the best group of forwards, but as as a whole if one got injured and someone had to back them up, I think they're, they're pretty much equal. So I would say this group, I would give, you know, a 7.532. Yeah, <laughs> so, so I wrote I, it exactly yeah. like that too. <laughs> uh, or six point nine. How, how old is uh, Yadam Chuck, by the way? He's 25, I think. Hold on, so I he's still there. young too. Adam Chuk, let's see. He is 25, yep. He's got to be the focal point, though. He's He's got to be – he's the center. He's the center. Yeah, he's got to score goals. He's the yep. striker. He's got to score goals. Correct. I mean, at this point, Darren's more of a of a forward striker. And and same goes with Gonzalo Ramos. They're both players that need space to move move around. Seth and Yarmchuk are both legit, like, poachers, strikers. So, Seth has proven that he can, he can do that. Yarmchuk has to prove that. Hey, he's got four goals and four assists, so not Chuk? so bad. Yeah, Chuk's got yeah. four. 
Ruff it's, has got, I mean, it's early in the season. Ruff has got six and two. Darwin's got six goals, no assists. Um, Oscar. All right. So I, I don't know why you guys praise these guys like to the moon, but I, I don't yet. I mean, I haven't seen enough from y Yadam Chuk to tell me that he's, he's our Jonas or our Mitro Blue or our he, he hasn't. He, he, sorry. He has, he's not as consistent as I thought he was going to be. Darren, I've already felt my, I already gave you guys my feeling about Darren. He's not, to me, he's not a number nine striker. He's more of like a guy who needs space on the sides, like he, where, where Jesus is playing them now. And Seth, we've all, he's been, he was our fourth striker two years ago. So he's, he's come from, from our fourth striker when we had uh, Jonas, Mitroglou, and Jimenez to being our probably number one or two. So how confident I am in our strikers? Probably a five. Damn. But, but they don't but, score. But you Rafa said Rafa has the most goals. But for the midfield. And, and he can shoot. And he can score, according to you guys. But in the yeah. midfield, your grading was from as you know, drop three point five starters from starters to backup. Yeah, our starters right now. What, what is, what's, the, what's the drop off from Darwin to uh, to Gonzalo Ramos? Or no, I'm talking about as a I'm talking about a confident level as a as a position. I'm not talking about our drop off. I'm talking about as a, a position. I I considered like our midfield at three because if I average everybody out, it's not because they're bad, it's just because I haven't seen them playing. Uh, I, I average them at three because we have a solid number like two in the middle, like but we don't have I don't see anybody else, so the average comes down tremendously. Here to me. They are average. They don't score goals. Yeah, they do. I mean, our top they three goal score scorers goals. this season are strikers. Two of them. Who's got the most goals in the league right. so far? From what I'm talking about, our, our level uh, and our, our strikers. Oscar, we, honestly, we, like I, I love you, man, but you every single position you graded different. Like yeah, different. No, I didn't. No area for each too. position. <laughs> How I'm averaging the position as a whole from starters Dude, and, and goalie, subs together. Goalie, goalie, you gave us all a rating, and then you used the calculator and divided it out. The second one, you went on the drop off. All right, so I'll, no, I'll, 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 I'll tell. No, I'll tell you. I'll tell. I'll, I'll, I'll actually tell you. So I told you. I told you. Oddly, to me, was like a seven or eight, right? And then uh, late was a six or. Was six and a half, whatever it is, and then I didn't trust Slavar. So the average ended up being a six, six and a half, right? That's what I said. In the midfield, we have Jean Mario and Vigo. Probably I give them nines, right? The other midfielders, I give them like twos, all right. So you average those out, it's probably a three or four. No, it's not. <laughs> average them. I can't do, do the you're, math. You're, you're bad at math if you think that. All right, Kennedy, you answer have... your question quickly. Uh, leading scorer is Tademi with seven in the league, um, Luis Diaz with six. Um, Yadamchuk sixth or tied for fourth, like or fifth with four goals. Darwin has four, and Rafa has three. Okay. So, so, yeah, our forwards are scoring goals. Well, so am I, am I, is my math correct, or should I do it all here for you? Dude, I, I, I just want to bring that out. No, you, I'll you, tell you. you every, it's, single, it's, every single position, you tank, had a different I, I, I just told you the categories, and I'm all telling right. you the, the, the ratings. You, so you already gave me, us your rating. I'm going to give you my rating, rating for <laughs> the forwards. Yeah, go ahead. I'm, I'm done listening to your math. You cut yeah. off. Um, <laughs> it's, it's all right. It's all right. I, I, gave, I gave my guys – I gave the, the, the forwards a seven. Um I kind of agree with Kenny. There's not much of drop off if you plug plug and play any one of them. Yeah, because they're all like bad. They, I feel like they can all deliver. Um, Ramos has played good on hit when he's played. Even Pingu scored a goal when he played. Um, I kind of want to see Seth get into the action a little bit, um, just because he was our leading goal scorer. But uh, 
I mean, I kind of disagree with Oscar. I think Darwin and Chuck have been doing fine for us up front. Um, but yeah, I'll just leave it at that. I'll let Oscar talk if he wants to keep going. No, no, I'm, I'm, a, <laughs> I, I, I'm done. I'm also, done. don't forget, don't forget that Tarami has seven goals, but he also takes their penalties, so that plays into it as well. Um, and it says nine. He he's got nine starts. Darwin and Chuk have. Darwin has six starts. One has a sub. And Chuk has six subs, one has a sub as well. So less games. Three less games. Uh, hey, use your calculator. Right? Figure out the math. Goals per game. <laughs> <laughs> Phil. It's four and a half. <laughs> so I, I, I agree with what, what Kenny and, and, and Jay had mentioned. I, I, I don't think there's a huge drop-off from our starters to the guys on the bench. Um like there is in, in the midfield. I think we can take um, – I think Ramos – if Ramos starts or if Seth starts, I, I think there's not a huge drop-off in, in the quality of those players compared to uh, Yaramchuk and, and Darwin. Um, so I, I'd give him – I'm, I'm going to give him a seven. Wait, wait, wait. No, I, I have to I have to fucking say something. No, <laughs> and, and, me, wait, wait. Yeah. Shut the fuck up now. Let me the fucking talk. <laughs> So, so you're trying you're trying to say that that the two goal scores the only strikers that score goals Darwin and Yarmichuk, right? There's not a big jump off to the subs, which is Ramos and and who the fuck is else is there? Seth. Seth, Seth doesn't play. Ramos he's hurt. So Seth. so think, think well, he's coming back. He's coming out. Yeah, but he's but he's not back. So put Ramos in. And you, you think putting Ramos in has zero goals? It gives you confidence. Well, he Ramos hasn't played much, but Ram- I think Ramos. Uh, Ramos, when he started the season, play. he played. I thought he played great. At the no, beginning of the season, when Ramos was playing, I thought yeah. he played yeah, great. Yeah, he didn't score. It, it, he didn't play, he, I thought he played great. You don't need a calculator to add his goals up because there's none. Darwin, <laughs> to me, to me, Ramos is is the same type of player as Darwin. It's an easy swap, one for the other. Yep. Oh, for this, and, and it, Seth it is. is a proven goal scorer in the Portuguese league. Right. So but, once he gets going, you I think. Swapping him or Yaram Chuck, I think they're they're comparable. I think Ramos and Yaram Chuck style they play is comparable, and I don't think there's a huge drop off there. But let yeah, me, I, let I, me I, I, I love I love Seth, but he needs like 15 chances to score, to score one goal. That matter. Guy scored 30. Didn't he score 30 something goals last year? Yeah. No, I don't know. I, I mean, I don't know the total. I'll but, tell you right now. Well, in well, all competitions, not not just on the Portuguese league. Yeah. Um. As overall, like goals, yeah. Yeah. yeah like they're. Last year he had twenty six goals in all competitions. Twenty six yeah. goals. Was and wasn't he? He was competing with Pot for the play. For and he the, didn't play half the season. Right. So so. Uh, by the way, I just wanted to clarify this. We like Oscar and I have the I, like different um, ratings, but I agree with like we have the same analysis of the forward group. I agree. This isn't the best group of forwards we we've seen in a long time, but. I'm like we're we're kind of saying the same. Well, you might not. You might think that there's a, a drop off from Ramos to Darwin, but I yeah, agree with time. you. This this is not this is not the best assembly of forwards that we've we've had in a long time. They haven't proven it yet. I'll, I'll put it that way. Well, the, the drop off is six goals to zero or twenty million to. Oh wait, so you, Oscar, you're going 20. to six goals to zero. How, count what's the minutes difference too? 
How many games? Dude, many, the, the reason, games. If you, games. Uh, Tank, if you're a coach and you think Ramos is the same caliber as Darwin, then they should both – then Darwin shouldn't be starting saying, every single game. You guys are saying he's not a one for one. You guys can submit – you, you, you said you can put Ramos in for Darwin and you want to see the difference. You said, I said that. the if Darwin playing style is comparable. If so the way Ramos hurt, plays is the way so, Darwin. So Jesus well, does not argue with you because he doesn't play Ramos to, from. He doesn't start Ramos. He just thinks game. that Darwin's a little bit better, so that's yeah. why he starts him. <laughs> so he plays him every three games. And, and, and we're probably trying to sell no him. One, for I don't think anyone million. said we're Ramos was better than Darwin. If Darwin gets hurt, if Darwin gets hurt, Ramos goes in and fills that position just as good. He's sure. the same type of player. I haven't seen it, so I don't know. Maybe you know you've seen something that I haven't. Then you didn't see the beginning of the season. Yeah, you didn't watch the beginning of the season. Maybe you were too not. busy. You were too busy I, putting numbers if, in the calculator. If, if Ramos was playing so well, I should be stressing goals. I haven't seen any. If Darwin, if, let's just put it this way: if Darwin gets dude, like, you're crazy hurt. Ramos goes in and starts in that position. PZ still comes in in the 85th minute. Dude, Ramos has played 13 I, games this dude, season. I didn't if, realize like, he's played that. You guys, you guys can keep yeah, bringing up. Like, yeah, look at the minutes. He, he, 552. Yeah, he's yeah, he zero games. goals. Zero oh. goals in 552 minutes. Let me get my calculator over here. 552 divided by 13. Side note. Side note, Oscar kind of praised Darwin a little bit in this, in this I, section. Well, yeah. you guys are saying, just saying, just say, just I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm just saying facts, right? If you guys are, if you guys are talking about comparable players that are comparable in the position, I think there's a big drop off. I think, and because I look at forwards as goals, right? And if the forwards don't have goals, to me, is a big drop off. Ramos has 500, how many minutes? 552. He averages okay. about 42 goals per start. Zero per goals. Appearance. Come on, give me a fucking shit. How, how is that a drop off? I'm looking at him right now. I'm, I'm yeah. gonna, I'm, I'm gonna see. He probably that comes in just as many, just in the right. Yeah, uh, check, check, check PZ's Stop, dude. Stop. And, and Yo, PZ's, honestly, honestly, give me PZ's. Give me PZ's. I don't know numbers. I don't know. Oh, numbers. Well, I don't, I'm not asking you. You, you have the calculator. You should have. I, the I no, I have the PZ's calculator. What PZ's got? Fourteen appearances, three assists, um, four hundred ninety minutes. Yeah, so not a striker though. Not a striker. So th th they basically come at right at the end of the games. Just to give you some context, Gonzalo has played four minutes against Barcelona, nine minutes against Bayern, 53-65 against Spartak, 19-29 against uh, PSV. He played 90 minutes against Modernense the first game of the season, 33 against Aroca, 90 against Jovicent, 75 against Tondela. He was not in the squad or injured. Three against Portimonense and 20 against Vizela. Okay, and um, zero goals. How many goals in this, does he have? Assists? Does he have any assists? I don't know. He has none. Okay. Uh, one yeah, assist. One assist. One, one assist. That, that's that caliber from – I mean, I, I've been fucking shitting on Darwin. But, man, if you guys are trying to say that there's not a jump off, a big jump off, then there's something then, wrong. Honestly, with, Oscar, yeah. you, you really didn't see Gonzalo play in the beginning of the season. Because he Guy, really but, no, okay, let me talk. Let me talk. No, let God. me talk. I'm just saying you didn't see him because in the beginning of the season he played very well. I know he didn't score. He didn't get on the stat sheet. Like that's the most important thing to you for a striker. Yes, yeah, we said I it. Get it. For a striker. I, get it. I get it. I get it for you. I said it for you. But overall, I thought he played well. He played within the team, and he did what he was. It, it, I think against the first game against Bodiens, he he worked his ass off. I still, I remember we praised him, like how good of a game he played, and like I, I'm just saying, like we have better options now, and that's the reason why they're going with him. Maybe he shuts you up tomorrow. I was just gonna say that's a good. That, good that's 
that's that's I that's my hope. I hope my hope is for Don to score 30 goals in this season, even though I shit him. My hope is for all the strikes to score 30 goals every season. But but I I'm being kind of like score fucking Patrick tomorrow. I hope so. I'm not, it, it, and it's not because I don't. I like the kid. I like I said, like I wanted you sure Felix. don't talk about like you like him. Oh, right. I'm just being like you guys are trying to prove a point that's not there. Fair. All right. Well, we'll see. He's most likely going to start tomorrow, so we'll see. Keeping a close eye on him. We got Mike. What's your reading? Um, I would say probably about a seven. I I agree with Oscar that I think with some there's a drop off, right? But if Seth's there, I think that he gives you enough quality. Um, but then again, like looking at the positioning, right? Like Rafa is technically a forward. Radonich is technically a forward, right? But I think in terms of that front three, I think we have some decent depth and capabilities there. Um, but and and w- one more thing to talk about. We're talking about a 19-year-old kid. That How old is Darwin? 20, 22? 20? 20. Uh, no, he's definitely older than 20. Darwin is 22. Yeah. You're talking about a 19-year-old kid that is basically starting his professional career. He's getting some games in. But, like, you praised Diogo Costa. I understand he's had some good games. He's, he's a Portuguese under-21 international. But Ramos is too. He's eight, he's nineteen and playing in the under twenty ones. And he the other day he scored hey, four goals. I'm not. I'm like not. The sh- dude could score goals. Like he just. <sighs> Jay, I'm not. No, Jay, you are. You you really. I'm not. not I'm Jay, not. This, I'm, wait, 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 wait. I'm not. I'm not shitting on Gonzalo Ramos. I'm not. I'm just saying I rate our strikers by the goals they score. Every fucking team does that. Like every, we rate the striker by the goals they score. If a striker plays 552 minutes and he has zero goals, you kind of can't say he's a he's he's a, a top goal scorer. You can't. You be realistic. No, no he's not. Call, no one's calling him a top goal scorer. I'm yeah, just saying that he's very comparable. He's very comparable. Very comparable to to Darwin. The way that they play, very comparable. Okay. Well, quickly around the table, get your score for tomorrow. Um, Benfica hasn't lost at Guimarães since 2012 and it was for the league uh, we lost 1-0 since then we've played 2, 4, 6, 8, 10 12 games against them um, away and we've won them all and drawn one so hopefully that trend continues we beat them early this season 3-1 to one, um, while we watched in church from my mobile device um, so hopefully we have the same fortune this time around uh, Bill I'm going to start with you just give me a score I'm going to say 2-1 Benfica, and that's very dependent on the squad Benfica rolls out. Uh, Oscar? I'm going to wait and for, for the squad to tell you the final score, but I'm going to say 1-1. One, one. Okay. Okay. One, one. Go, Jay. Jay. Yeah, go, go, Jay. Um, 2-0. Ramos with a double. <laughs> um, hold on, I put this wrong. 2-0. Oscar said 1-1. One, one. Okay. Uh, Kenny. So I'm gonna. I might change, but I, I'm gonna go two one. Um, and I'm gonna go. I expect some rotation, but not the full squad. I'm going to say two to one as well. Um. All right. Well, we had a an eventful conversation here. Some various opinions. Uh, thanks to everyone in the chat. We had quite a few comments. Um, we had quite a few, a few people watching as well. Um, some people were shy to add in the comments, but uh, Tiago Nelson, um, the other Tiago here is my brother. Um, 
there's some other names at the beginning. I can't scroll that far back. But uh, thanks to everyone that was in the chat. Don't forget to check us out on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, and Twitter. Um, like us, share us, subscribe, follow. Um, do all of those things. We will appreciate it. We will be back next week, hopefully with a victory against Kimberdice. And we play Studio at the weekend. Boys, as always, it was a pleasure. Don't get too uh, upset about the uh, back and forth. And we will chat soon. See you, boys. Thank you, guys. Thanks.